Morrison here. Website is twiland, T-W-I-L-A-N.info. Uh, and we have lots of topics to cover today. Let's start from the top. Hello, Ann. Uh, let's get started from the top of your news items for today. Well, okay. We'll do that. We'll start from the top. <laughs> uh, actually, I wanted to start with uh, terrorism because we've got a possibility of a uh, war over there at the at the uh, Gulf of Aden, which is, uh, you know, it's heating up because... You're talking about the Houthi rebels, right? I'm talking about the Houthi rebels. Yeah. And... Uh, you know, Russia had sent a missile system. Well, he has. Yeah, Russia is fighting, is supporting Syria. Right. Because Syria has a, uh, has a, uh, a port on the, on the uh, Caribbean Ocean. Right. And uh, they let, uh, they let uh, Russia keep that. So, right. uh so they're on the side of Syria. And then there's a the uh the uh Russians uh are they're on the side of Syria and they send a missile. System. You're talking about the, the Yemeni uh, Houthi rebels sent a missile against our navy in the Gulf of Aden, right? No. I'm talking Russia and Syria. They oh, send Russia a missile and Syria, system okay. Yeah. To the Tartus base in Syria, which is on the coast. Sunday oh, yes, okay. Yeah. That's, that, yeah, that's the naval base for the Russians, the Tartus, yeah. And it has sent, it's called an S-300 air defense missile system. Right. And uh, it has a naval base at the port of Tartus. And uh, they said that, uh, that the purpose of the system was to guarantee the security of the base from the air. Right. And... Uh, uh, this, you know, this was right after uh, John Kerry said, well, we've broken off. We've halted our talks with Russia because we don't seem to be able to uh, coordinate right. with Russia. Yeah, well, they want capitulation by Russia to pull out, so, so Aleppo would fall to the Syrian, uh, you know, ISIS and uh, al-Nursa. So yeah, our country is totally supporting the terrorists on our side. I call terrorists for us. And John Kerry is another liar, just like Obama. Okay, so let me explain this S-300 system. It has long-range surveillance radar. Right. It has a command vehicle, which operates the radar. Right. It has engagement radar. So if it, you know, if, if we were to send a plane over um, Syria, it would that the engagement radar would uh, pinpoint where it was and where it was traveling. And then they have a launch vehicle. So this, these things are all mobile. Right, and all they need is roads, and uh, so they've got them set up, and it makes it very because they're mobile. It makes it difficult to to destroy it, and besides that, we don't want to get into a war with Russia. Or well, Syria. I, it sounds like we do actually. Uh, when we look at the comments by Obama and by John Kerry, and especially Hillary. These people are psychotic. They need to be in a locked ward in a posy jacket with an antipsychotic needle in their butt. I mean, it's crazy what their con- their comments are, and it's no wonder that the Russians are freaking out. Well, they certainly are freaking out. So they've sent they've sent that missile system to the TARDIS base, right? And I suspect that they expect to use it against 
the United States if we were to send uh, bombers or well, fighters or whatever. Apparently they're meeting right now. Obama's meeting with his so-called military advisors. And he's actually talking about doing something. I mean, uh, I find this hard to believe, but it's actually, you know, real. I mean, Obama's actually discussing what he's going to take in terms of military action against Russia. How nuts is that? That's really nuts. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so we know that the uh, Navy, uh, with the, with the uh, approval of the president, fired and destroyed three radar sites in Yemen uh, after our naval <laughs> naval destroyer was targeted. Now, they didn't. Right. And they don't even know who shot missiles at at the uh, at the Harmon uh, Mason. I'm sorry, USS Mason. They right. they have no proof that it came from the Houthis. And uh, some uh, there is some talk that this is a false flag attack. Uh, false flag. Oh really? Okay, that's ever. interesting. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Yeah, but by and, the way, the Houthi, Where do they get the Houthi rebels get their their missile systems and the radar? Which country gave gave it to them? It was Iran. Uh, Iran, yeah. So Iran gave them these systems. So the battle lines with Iran are widening to many more hot spots in the Middle East, aren't they? Uh, well, so the hot spot is on the is on the Mediterranean side of Syria, but there's another hot spot now down in the Gulf of Aden, which is um, <clears throat> which is heating up because there's a lot of uh, I heard there were Chinese ships there and Russian ships and warships. Plus, all the you know, all the trade goes through there. Right. So there's yeah. piracy. Right. It's actually a major well, pirate area. That area of the waterways. Um, the consequences, well, anyway, of course, if that conflict increases, is number one, oil's not going to get out of the Gulf of Aden. Right. And it happens to be a choke point for right. for oil. Now they're building pipelines. But uh, they they still have to send a lot of the oil uh, by ship, and the missiles that fired Sunday were variants of the so-called Silkworm missile, uh-huh. and it's a coastal defense cruise missile that Iran is known to use. Ah, uh, so okay. Yeah, okay. So we have Iran involved, and then of course uh, we had a statement from the Pentagon that said uh, we were. Uh, Respond that we would, the United States would respond to any further threat to our ships and commercial traffic as appropriate and will continue to maintain our freedom of navigation in the Red Sea. <laughs> Do they really so, think that if they strike an, a Russian air jet or bomber and knock it out of the air sky, there won't be a military consequence with dead pilots, dead Navy? I mean... Do they not understand that America is vulnerable to weapon systems the Russians have that can put our Navy and our military bases in grave danger? Do they know that? Well, it, it, there have been some complaints in the newspapers or in the media that um, when he authorized, when the president authorized uh, the taking out of those three radar sites, uh, that he didn't talk to his military people. You're kidding. And, no, he, and he no, didn't talk. So, so you're, what you're he saying is he actually, he actually, without military experience, gave an executive order to tell military people to take an operation without going through the Congress or even his military advisors. That's right. Uh, he had advice from his, remember when we used to use the term SARS? Oh, he, no, 
Not, not the Tsar thing. Oh, gosh. Well, that's the way he's been operating. They just don't print it anymore. Right. You know, they're really tight with the press. But he has not been using his cabinet for anything. Wow. What he does is he meets with his with his pals that that have that were never confirmed by the Senate. Right. And they make the decisions. So basically, Obama acts as a dictator already. Well, okay, yeah. Um, then Iranian uh, warships then were sent down there uh, off the Yemen coast, and uh, that's the Gulf of Aden. Right. And uh, they have uh, now what what Iran says is the fleet will provide security to seaways for Iranian vessels and protect Iran's interest in the high seas. And they're going to be there for three months. Well, who knows how long they'll be there. Um, so Saudi Arabia says that, well, Iran is supporting the Houthis. But Iran says, no, we're not. We're just, we're just protecting our own ships. And uh, the attack on the three radar sites in Yemen was carried out by Tomahawk cruise missiles, which, was, uh, which were lost, launched from the destroyer USS Neats. So, um, and if you, I have a, uh, I, if you're looking, I have an Iranian uh, Islamic Republic of Iran Navy. So it isn't like they don't have ships. They have ships they carry uh, Navy aviation. They have helicopter landing ships of different classes. And uh, they have support ships. Is it possible that Saudi Arabia might set this false leg up like you're talking about as a scenario to pull America into a new sphere of conflict where they assume that Iran and uh, is in conflict with Saudi Arabia through the proxy of Yemen, uh, shooting at American ships, and American ships responding that there's a new war front that Saudi is now uh, doing as a proxy for direct conflict with Iran? Because right. eventually yeah. there's going to be a war with Iran that... You know, Iran is. It says in the Bible, and we talked about this. With Bill Salas, the desert of the burden of the of the sea, which is the Red Sea, is going to get fried with fire. I mean, at some future date, uh, Riyadh, Saudi Arabia, is going to become a large ashtray, a nuclear ashtray. Well, yeah, the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia is fighting a proxy war with the Islamic Republic of Iran. So it's Saudi right. Arabia versus Iran, and it's a proxy war, and we are. Uh, we are so they're using their their friends and allies to fight the war without them actually going to war. It's called a proxy war. Yeah, and uh, we're supporting Saudi Arabia. Right. Yeah. So yes, we're getting pulled into this proxy war uh, mainly because um, for some reason Don Kerry broke off talks with Russia, and then uh, and Russia supports Syria, and. And then uh, Saudi Arabia, of course, is fighting this proxy war with Iran, uh, which we gave a lot of money. And, right, so in I other guess, words, we're being manipulated into a war that costs a lot of money, could result in some death, and there's no real end to it, uh, except we're being manipulated by both probably Saudi Arabia uh, and uh, maybe the military-industrial complex to sell more hardware. Yes. And uh, I think that... Uh, you know, when you look at the candidates, uh, there's only one candidate that is saying he's not going to be 
pushed around by anybody. And uh, so. Yeah, I know. It's, it's obscene how Hillary, and we talked about this in the last hour with my son, Matthew. His summary was that Hillary Clinton and Angela Merkel in Europe are like the whores of Babylon preparing for the return or the arrival of the Antichrist. And you can see it. I mean, all, the media and the corporations and everybody is supporting Hillary. It's The chances of her getting in, even though Trump right now in the Rasmussen poll is slightly ahead, is unusually likely, which means immediate judgment on America and the world is going to happen. And it means they're preparing the world for the arrival of this Antichrist character or a false substitutionary Christ or peacemaker. Uh, because things are getting pretty nuts. I mean, literally, we're in a more dangerous position than the Cuban Missile Crisis with Russia. They're doing war game simulation for a potential World War III, and we don't get it yet, do we? It's The British are freaked out by it, but our media here in America don't even talk about it, do they? Uh, no, they don't. And In fact, all I can get on the news is, is uh, uh, what locker room talk is, yeah, yeah. The latest, uh, how many people were kissed by Trump and how many people were groped by him and his denials. And there's no talk about all the WikiLeaks things that are coming up as a, as a fire hose of corruption from the Hillary Clinton crime family and the Bush crime family and the media crime family. I mean, it, it, it's just disgusting. The whole thing is so disgusting. And the media, as far as I'm concerned, should never be trusted again. Uh, and if Hillary does get into power, she's not my president. And a lot of people are basically going to try to ignore her. And if she tries to pull off something really catastrophic, it's going to be violent response by the public. Violent. It won't be funny. Okay. Well, uh, we apparently are siding on the... We're on the side of the Sunnis, which are the majority in the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. And uh, Iran is the Shiites. Right. And... and uh, Syria is, they don't know what Syria is. Syria is in conflict. It is controlled by the Islamic State, so it's ISIS or ISIL or whatever you want. And uh, so it looks like we've got, uh, we're behind Egypt, uh, Saudi Arabia, Palestine. Well, Palestine, yeah. Uh, I'm just looking at this map that shows uh, the uh, religious the religious uh, component of the countries. Now, by the way, in this nation of Syria, with Bashar al-Assad, Sunnis and Shiites and Alawites and Catholics and Maronite Christians and Jews can all sit at the table. It's the only place in the Middle East where actually everybody of different religious viewpoints can sit at the same table with Bashar al-Assad. Well, except that half of it is controlled by the Islamic State... No, the Islamic State is not in control of uh, Syria. The Islamic State has nothing to do with uh, Bashar al-Assad's government. Uh, the, uh, the the Islamic State, ISIS or ISIL, is the ones trying to tear it down and destroy it. And, in fact, they're totally supported by us, including Al-Nursa, which is trying to take back Aleppo, and that's why Russia and America, uh, Russia and it's, and the Pushmerga forces, which are really good fighters, uh, are fighting against uh, Aleppo, and the Russians are bombing like crazy. To finally clear them up because it's a leap for point to actually get uh, Syria cleared out of Turkish people, uh, forces that have moved into northern Syria. But ISIS and ISIL are terrorist organizations that are totally supported. In fact, we talked about this the last few weeks with uh, Harley Schlanger that uh, ISIS and ISIL and Al-Nursa are even getting equipment and even had a journalist interviewing an ISIS leader that they were even getting training from American military-industrial complex people delivering equipment to make certain they knew how to operate man pads and other advanced equipment. So 
uh, you know, we're we're a really a horrendous country. We are literally supplying terrorist activities with advanced weapons like man pads. And on the one hand, we're completely condemning the the Syrians and the Russians for bombing East Aleppo, which we're supporting these people. On the other hand, we support the terrorists. It's just I talked to an anesthesiologist four and a half months ago in Israel who's an American Jew, and he's freaked out because he's taking care of people that are ISIS fighters that could take care of in Israeli hospitals. So it's really, really bad. It's really corrupt. It's really, really evil. And uh, Bashar al-Assad is an eye doctor who's by chance got pulled in to be the, the head of Syria. Uh, Russia's not going to let Syria go down. Syria goes down, Russia's going to go crazy, and they're going to actually probably destroy all our naval and military bases in the Middle East. They're probably going to fry them all and put our Navy at the bottom of Davy Jones' locker. And there's nothing that America can do about it, and we'll pretend we're going to do something. It isn't going to happen. So I want uh, I want our listeners to know that they need to be prepared. Uh, one, they may go, we may go, end up going to war uh, as a proxy, as a puppet yeah, I, of I, yeah, Saudi Arabia. You're quite right, because I don't know how far the destruction and death and blood has to happen before we have a peace treaty. Because when it becomes inevitable that a major world war is going to happen, which is right now, peace is inevitable, which means some kind of global peace, which could be this final peace treaty we're talking about, uh, could be actually happening relatively soon because things are really scary. I mean, if something goes wrong, we could have missiles flying and EMP weapons hitting America and power outages and naval bases and ships going to the bottom of the ocean. It could get really ugly really, really fast, couldn't it? Yes, and we need, you know, I, I don't know why we have so many ships over there anyway, but I think it's to protect the uh, flow of oil. Yeah, that's and, really true. Uh, yeah. That's most likely yeah. true. that they, they, we, we, We've actually guaranteed the OPEC nations we're going to protect their oil flow out of there because that's their lifeblood. Because interesting enough, although Saudi Arabia is one of the richest nations on the earth, if you're a profligate billionaire and you spend even more than you make, you're still poor. So Saudi Arabia, yeah. believe it or not, spends more money than they actually make, believe it or not. Isn't that nuts? Yeah, poor Richard's almanac said that. Remember Benjamin Franklin's poor Richard's almanac? He said, exactly, when, income, yeah. when income is less than outgo, you're poor. <laughs> yeah, so they're poor billionaires. How's that? Yeah. <laughs> Very strange state, but it's true. We'll be back in a moment with Ann Morrison, and we'll talk about more major issues, climate change, uh, seismic activity, and much, much more, uh, radiation, biosecurity, tick bites, etc. Back in a moment with Ann. You, your husband, your wife, your children, we all need food. And with dozens of food storage companies buying up airtime all over radio, it's hard for you to know which company you can actually trust. Hey folks, John Stepmiller here. We at RBN understand, which is why I personally searched out a storable food company and one with similar core values to us here at RBN and of course you, the listener. Well, I found such a company. I'd like to introduce you to Numana Food Storage. Numana Food Storage, highly nutritious, GMO-free, contains no aspartame, no high fructose corn syrup, has no chemical preservatives or soy, and Numana Food Storage has a 25-year shelf life. To back up my claims, we've made Numana Food Storage the exclusive food sponsor of RBN. Call 888-597-0775, 888-597-0775. Order online at NumanaRepublic.com. 
That's N-U-M-A-N-N-A, republic.com. Food storage you'll love to eat. While the large majority of Americans have never heard of cryptocurrency, it is the medium of exchange of the future that has already begun. On the other hand, the large majority of RBN listeners are very aware of the corruption within the Fed and the trillions in counterfeit money and credit it has created. Well, would you like to do something about this? OneCoin, the fastest growing company of any kind in world history, will pay you to help do away with the Federal Reserve. Henry Ford didn't invent the automobile, but he surely developed many great improvements in the industry. In 1927, talking pictures made silent movies obsolete overnight, and email has practically done away with the need for a fax machine. With cryptocurrency, Bitcoin became the pioneer in 2009. But now OneCoin, as the first ever gold-backed cryptocurrency, has moved to the top of the industry in only two years, and its impact on the financial world could be devastating to the Fed. Bill Gates and Richard Branson and all the jillionaires are already acknowledging that this system of paying for goods and services is becoming what will be recognized as the new worldwide reserve currency. For more information, call Pat Shannon at 601-212-0911. Again, that's Pat Shannon at 601-212-0911. People love to shop. What if you could shop and it was actually good for you? What if you could actually purchase items that bettered your life? What goes into your body is important to what quality of life you have. How about shopping for items that better your health? Get the tea.com is that shopping place. We're not only tea, even though that's our number one seller. We are about helping your health. There's colostrum LD for those of you with autoimmune troubles. The product helps your stomach get on track. GI problems produce pain. Get relief with colostrum LD. How about some fat burners or maybe some joint aid or a power cleanse? There's so much to tell you with very little time. So get help health-wise at getthetea.com. That's getthetea.com. Or you can call our friendly operators at 928-308-0408. That's 928-308-0408. Get help and relief by going shopping. Shop at getthetea.com. That's getthetea.com. Serving people with great products for over eight years. Getthetea.com. So, Andrew, where, where do you, would you like the topics to go now? And which specific subtopic or major topic or continuation of this area? Well, I'd like to go to radiation. Let's do that. What What's the major issue this week? Well major issue is uh, Hurricane Matthew, which went up the East Coast. Right. Uh, you know, we, uh, we talked last week about one of the one of the sites in Florida, I think it was St. Lucie, had received a, a warning from the National Weather Service that they might be impacted by Hurricane Matthew, and uh, they sent that uh, warning up to the NRC. I mean, they sent it, everybody was, everybody was sent a copy of that. Right. And um, even FEMA and DHS. But as it turned out, the big storm was in North Carolina. So I, right now I want to start with the with the uh, Harris nuclear plant in North Carolina. It's just west of Raleigh, North Carolina, when Raleigh's on the coastline. Right. And um, what, they, what happened was they went, uh, it was an automatic scram. So that meant that the software inside the plant uh, uh, put the control rods back into the fuel rods, and uh, they went to hot standby. Mm. Now, hot standby is what, yeah, that's the bad one. That's yeah. what uh, Chernobyl was in when it blew up. Right. In other words, the reactor core was poisoned is what you're saying. Yes. 
Now, the thing is that they had um, they had a uh, uh, the turbine water got too hot, and and so uh, the uh, the uh, isolation valves closed. But this is the important. I mean, other than being in hot standby, which is important enough, and people right. around there should know, decay heat is being removed using the steam generator atmospheric relief valves. How do you feel about that? That's kind of scary. What they're saying is that, you know, the water is so hot, it's creating a lot of steam, and they're sending it out into the atmosphere. Right, in other words, they're venting radioactive water that's around the reactor core into the open atmosphere. Yes. Wow. And Yes. So that's what I wanted people to know. There are... This is probably not in your morning newspaper or your local Java news on your local broadcast in Raleigh, North Carolina, that this actually happened. Probably people have no idea, unless they tune into this program, that this is actually going on, do they? No. So they have 2.5 million people within a 50-mile radius, and it was licensed in 1987. So uh, that would have been 2007 when it would have come up for renewal. And since it's still operating, we know that the NRC renewed it, and it's probably uh, using burn-up fuel. Yeah, burn-up meaning it's hot fuel that's real touchy. I call touchy mm-hmm. fuel. Touchy fuel, and uh, they'll, they'll have to deal with that for the next 25 years. Mm-hmm. Okay, moving on at the same plant then, after all that happened, they had a uh, hot shutdown because they had the loss of off-site power. Well, that's what you would expect. If you're if you're facing a hurricane, especially a major hurricane, and uh, you'd expect loss of off-site power, and these nuclear power plants cannot operate without uh, off-site power. I mean, that's how they that's that's what they use to get started. Is, and yeah. um, <laughs> so, uh, and you would have expected um, off-site power. And by the way, that's uh, loss of off-site power. The acronym is LOOP. L-O-O-P, loss of yeah. off-site power. Anyway, they were in hot shutdown by that time, and, of course, they remained in hot shutdown because they couldn't get started. Now, <laughs> the problem is, too, that a lot of time people don't realize my my wife's father actually was a uh, the diesel engineer on the dew line in uh, Cape Breton, Canada. And these uh, diesel reactors, and he was a really good mechanic. He could get a diesel, you know, 1,024 horsepower dual uh, turbine engines running the dew line, uh, operational, but they're paying the butt. I mean, these these diesel reactor generators do not turn over and turn on easily. And if you have extreme weather or whatever and they don't turn on, you're really uh, in a pickle, aren't you? Well, yeah, and they were because then all the pumps stopped and they had untreated sanitary wastewater that was spilling out. There was an overflow because it didn't re- operate. So anyway, they, uh, they, the untreated sanitary wastewater entered the plant's storm drain system. and the, So they had to notify... You're talking about radioactive water ended up in the storm drains is what you're saying. Well, they don't say that. But I yeah. think probably that's what happened. It doesn't have pixie dust and it. it has radioactive waste. Yes. Yeah. Scary yeah. stuff. Interesting. We are unobfuscating the news, aren't we? Well, this, it needs that. It does, indeed. Thank you, uh, Anne. We'll be back in a moment. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. 
visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. Would odors, mold, and mildew describe your basement or crawl space? It doesn't have to be that way. Transform them into a fresh, healthy, usable one with the technologically advanced Wave Moisture Control Units. The computerized operation maximizes moisture control and also expels harmful radon, combustion gases, and numerous other pollutants. Dehumidifiers are old technology that do nothing for air quality and waste energy. Wave units are intelligent, self-monitoring, do not need maintenance, and will save you hundreds in electricity. Wave units are still running a Effectively over 15 years. They've been tested and installed in public and military housing and by property managers nationwide. Buy a unit now, and if your home is not fresher and drier, you can return it for a full refund for up to 12 months. What have you got to lose? Call now 1 888 618 WAVE, 1 888 618 WAVE, or visit mydryhome.com. That's mydryhome.com. Wave Home Solutions for a healthy, comfortable home. As a regular listener to Republic Broadcasting, you certainly understand the times and circumstances that we are living in. You certainly understand that the good times are over, and you certainly understand what we are heading for. Though we do not know what exactly is going to happen, we must assume that it's going to be a disaster. Are you prepared for that mess? Go to www.bugoutpanama.net and get the necessary information on our growing community of awake and prepared individuals just like you at www.bugoutpanama.net you will learn how we are preparing on our farm Finca Bayano for what is coming emigrate while you still can to our village where survival is of the utmost importance prepare don't despair at www.bugoutpanama.net Without the right accessories, any guy can be off the mark. Whether you've invested thousands in your arsenal or you own a single trusted firearm, a visit to aroutfitting.com is in order. It's one of the finest online selections of tactical optics and AR parts and add-ons, like EOTech, quick target acquisition with no peripheral loss. Browse the full range of Nikon scopes and binoculars. AirOutfitting.com can illuminate your world with streamlight gun-mounted lights from keychain to large handhelds up to 1,100 lumens. 
some stability with Battenfield Tactical Bipods. AirOutfitting.com has CMMG gun parts, barrels, assemblies, handguards, part kits, and more, plus magful clips and magazines. I know I've got you excited, so take a breath, head to AirOutfitting.com. The site's super easy to navigate and features a ton of technical info, including links to manuals. We also welcome vendor and manufacturer inquiries. Remember, if you don't see it, we can get it at AROutfitting.com. Superstorms like Matthew, that we're not prepared for really anything. A Category 3 uh, storm, uh, when it hits landfall and the, and the storm surge, we're not prepared for anything, are we, Ann? Well, no. We're caught between the uh, climate change, that is, uh, the oceans are warmer. The thing followed the, the warm water uh, up the coast. And uh, the warm water, and there was warm air there. Right. And so, uh, between you know, they had a lot. It had a lot of moisture to work with. So when it, when the when the clouds were raining, it rained more than it would otherwise. And where it made landfall, which was in North Carolina, it happened to be high tide. So they really, and then it was right below the uh, Outer Banks, and uh, it, it just stalled there. So it, it sat there offshore North Carolina for at least two days and maybe three and it just dumped water. Now they said that it dumped more water out in the ocean, but it dumped enough water in North Carolina to shut down Interstate 95 and you can't shut down Interstate 95 because it carries all the traffic out of New York City and Washington D.C. all the way down to Florida. Right. It's the main artery. There really isn't the secondary one, is there? That's right. I traveled many anyway. times from, from from the northeast United States all the way down to Florida, and let me tell you, it's a busy road. I mean, it's nuts. Yeah. Anyway, we had another loss of off-site power or loop. Yeah, there was a scram. There was a hot standby at Robinson, South Carolina, which is uh, you know South Carolina is is, is one of the it's a smaller state, but it was inland. <clears throat> there are about a million people within a 50-mile radius, and it was licensed in 1970. So 20 years would be uh, 1990. So it's obviously been uh, relicensed by the NRC, the Nuclear Regulatory Commission, and it's probably using the high burn-up fuel. Uh, so it's a very dangerous situation, and having it in, uh, it went from initial power of 100%. <clears throat> to a hot standby and and that is that's what's so bad um, you know scram was done automatically by the software and the hot standby is reminiscent of chernobyl uh chernobyl was in hot standby right before it blew up 
So uh, we were hoping that the people are there that uh, know not to, not to rush things, let's put it that way. And then we had a uh, another event, and that was in Virginia, uh, the Surrey nuclear power plant. It had a scram, and it had a hot shutdown because it was already in a hot shutdown. And, and uh, no, it was in a power operation. It went to a hot shutdown um, because I don't know why. I don't know why. It, it should have gone into a hot standby. And for some reason, they just see it as a hot shutdown. But that's the same. it's the same thing. Uh, you, you're still in a position of waiting until the neutron poison dissipates. Right. Now, then, so all of those might be contributed to by uh, Hurricane Matthew. Right. We did have a, um, in Illinois, we had Byron Nuclear Power Plant. There was a scram. It's in hot standby. <coughs> and that is located uh, just west of uh, uh, Lake Michigan. So kind of like halfway through the state of Illinois off of uh, just west of the bottom, the tip of uh, Lake Michigan. There's about a million people within a 50-mile radius. It was licensed in uh, 1985. So 1985, oh no, this is the second one. It was licensed in 1987. They have two reactors there, so 20 years would be 2007. So obviously it's been relicensed by the Nuclear Regulatory Commission, and um, it's probably using the high burnout fuel. So this is a very dangerous situation. Anytime you have the high burnout fuel and a hot standby, uh, you got problems. How come uh, the United States government, either George Bush or Obama, hasn't had a public disclosure on this or, or put the resources in to stop these? Because you're talking about huge populations within 50-mile radius of pretty well all these plants, whether it's an event like Hurricane Matthew or hot shutdown like this one here, a spurious uh, electrical fault that caused it on a motor control environment. Uh, this is ridiculous, isn't it? It's like, it's like the Keystone cops, only they're running around with nuclear isotopes. Um, well, that's part of the problem. You know, they even they train nuclear engineers. I mean, they train people to um, to be able to run these plants. Uh, but the seasoned engineers, the ones who grew up with the uh, with the industry, uh, they they've retired out, and so we've got uh, younger people, less seasoned people. And uh, the other thing that happens is that um, the plants are they're past their prime. You know, they're, yeah. they're so right. you got non-geriatric people taking care of post-geriatric plants that are way beyond their engineering design don't have backup new safety upgrades, and don't have procedures in place or equipment to actually prevent major releases of radiation to the public. I couldn't have said it better. Yeah. That's, really, that's very succinct, yes. Oops. And, uh, that's a big oops to, with five O's. How's that? People need to be aware that this is not your parents' generation. Right. So we have people running these plants. The plants were built during your parents' uh, <coughs> lifetime, uh, they're prime, but, but uh, now, now they, uh, you know, like you said, the, the plants are worn out, and the NRC 
for some reason, continues to relicense them, and not only that, relicense them with high burn-up fuel, which is with five times as bad as uh, what you what they used to use for fuel rods. Right. By the way, if they See? had to insure these plants, they couldn't find a company willing to insure them with high insurance rates and, and liability. So, in a sense, the public by proxy is insuring these plants with inadequate engineering design, inadequate procedures, and untrained people who don't realize these plants are really, really old and don't respond the proper way. Much of the equipment and even the pipes, for example, have been annealed by neutron flux or just wear and time or subsidence in the plant. And uh, <clears throat> they're not aware that these plants are constantly releasing radiation. I've heard from my sources that up to 80% of the plants are releasing thorium, strontium, and other isotopes, including virtually all the plants releasing radioactive tritium. And uh, we talked about a plant a few years ago, and remember, up in, near Chicago, where they went to try to clean the, with a brush one of the tubes. Uh, yeah. that was, and, and the brush went right through the side of the tube. It's like, uh, this is not the external circuit. This is the central circuit where the radioactive water goes from the reactor core. It's like, right. ah, this is bad. If this was like a test, you know, like a like an oral examination, you're in your test to, for your 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 honors degree or your master's or PhD, it would be like you just failed. This is not embarrassing. Please collect your papers and leave the room, kind of thing. <laughs> this is not it good. Embarrassing. It was probably yeah. fatal to whoever did that. Right. So I mean, it, it, I mean, they're putting their workers in danger. Right, and the problem with putting the public in danger, we also know, and this is from our American Academy of Environmental Medicine, you can drive zones of 5, 10, 20, 50, up to 100 miles, and you can find small for dates babies, dementia, cardiac arrhythmias, a, uh, mitochondriopathy, including heart failure, all in increasing levels as you get closer and closer to these plants. <clears throat> so in other words, there's a number of mitochondrial and genetic and even growth disorders in babies. You can directly relate to how close they are to the nuclear plants. And that's everywhere across America. That's crazy, isn't it? That's like uh, they uh, they notice these cases of meningitis were increasing across the country, and uh, they discovered that the people who were getting uh, meningitis, the cases were under the airplane routes, and the airplanes had been authorized to dump their their uh, wastewater out because they fly at such a high altitude it turns to ice. Right. Well, it doesn't stay ice. As it falls, it melts, and uh, they were spreading meningitis uh, to the public that lived under those routes. So, you know, they're still learning about this. I mean, this is a whole new world, uh, and that's the way it's going to be. I mean, we're going to live in a more dangerous world. Well, I think part of it is what I call the dangerousness of of what I call fainted intelligence. Uh, For example, Listeria monocytogenes, which is a very similar, common infection in older hospitals and really uh, ancient, we call uh, ventilation systems and water systems in hospitals. It's not unlikely for an entire hospital to be infected by Listeria. And the problem is they get all so so surprised that it happened. I'm thinking, I remember before I did my first day in medical school, this is when I was doing my degree in bacteriology (laughs) and in marine science. And they had us, my director, John Brown, Dr. Dr. Robert Brown brought us down to the local hospital. The, uh, uh, <laughs> and he had us go through the operating room areas and the nursing stations and so on with regular blood agar plates and shove them right away into our reactors to kind of grow the bacteria and then subtype them with Berge's manual for, for their metabolism and so on and put them under the microscope, phase contrast and so on. And it's like, did we ever freak out? I mean, 
you wouldn't believe the nasty, nasty bugs. We're talking about 40 years ago. Now, you've got every kind of what I call uber-nasty bug that's gone to bug school, and they have PhDs in multiple drug resistance. This is scary stuff. People really don't grasp just how filthy hospitals and outpatient departments are. For example, even cardiac machines. Now they say if you have a heart-lung bypass, and this is in the news today in Google, your chances of picking up some very nasty bugs that will kill you is extremely high because they don't sterilize these machines the same way as colonoscopy machines. You want to get an anaerobic infection that's going to do you in? They don't cold sterilize these colonoscopes properly. <laughs> it's, duh. You know, they'll give you a little stool test if it's possible. We're going to give you a lethal colonoscopy. But by the way, your bowel will never be the same after we stick this damn scope up inside you because it's going to infect you. Well, the same thing with these nuclear plants. It's not... We have incompetence pretending to cover each other, just like, you know, the news media cover Hillary Clinton. So she's not guilty of anything, neither is Bill. Uh, and the same with the nuclear industry. It's like, these guys aren't honest. The lack of honesty is killing us, isn't it? Well, this is called the tail wagging the dog. Yeah. Uh, you know, they were the, the plans were designed by real engineers with uh, degrees in the 1950s. Yeah. <laughs> A little out of date now, now, a little out of date. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and they had slide rules back then. They didn't even have computers to, to speak of. Slide right. Rules. But, but now when we train nuclear engineers, what are they taught? They're just taught to respond to uh, the software that runs the, the uh, nuclear power plant. They, they aren't taught to respond. They don't have to even know physics. They don't, you know, they, they just have to know that when this light comes on, you better do this. And, uh, they <laughs> so it's a video game, is what you're saying. They don't have to know the the, the you know core, core containment procedures, welds, uh, you know validation that the that the plant is actually operating as a physical machine or an organism. They just have to know what light flashes and what procedure button to push or program to activate. Yes, watch the China syndrome. Even as far back <clears throat> as 1970, uh, that was happening. Yeah, I remember seeing that Except for the senior operator. Okay, we have high um, gamma radiation over Reno, Nevada. It's in counts per minute of gamma uh, radiation. The energy range 600 to 800 kilo electron volts. And it's currently 366 counts per minute. And the high is 381. So it's it's of concern. That's up and long there. Yeah, and then Phoenix, Arizona has a... uh, current counts per minute of gamma of 355, which is very close to their high of 369. And uh, that would probably be from Palo Alto. Uh, Richland, Washington, the current is 282 counts per minute. The high is 301, so it's approaching its high. And uh, we actually got a reading from Ottawa, Canada, and the current is 25, the high is 34. I really like this site. Because they report everything. Yeah, that's really good. Um, basically, the government's not taking care of your uh, safety, and they're playing around with uh, politicking. Everything's politic now in media hype, isn't it? Uh, if the media tells you it's fine, just go back to sleep, in other words. If the, they can politic an issue and kind of soft soap it, believe the engineers with sharp pencils. Uh, let's touch on, uh, before we finish here now, uh, climate with the ozone hole and some of the other major issues like seismic issues of volcanic activity and earthquakes. And by the way, I did a, a over an hour presentation uh, 
uh, last uh, week, last week, uh, weekend, with Paul Power from the Primary Water Institute, and he's going to come here to North County, San Diego. Uh, he can, uh, I'm going to get him to demonstrate with our local people, Encinitas, and here at the Vista Valley Irrigation District, how to identify the source of primary water. And he mentioned in some of the videos on his site called uh, Primary Water, uh, the, the Primary Water Organization, which we talk about, uh, mm-hmm. that the Danube River and the Nile River, probably a great deal of the water actually comes from primary water inside, deep inside the earth, not just from the hydrological cycle. So there are solutions, but the regular engineers don't know about them, and he's trying to educate them. And he's an old guy. He's been drilling for over 50 years. They're finding primary water all over the world. Okay. Well, the ozone hole, uh, there is a small one. It's over the the magnetic north pole, which, as you know, is migrating uh, from Alaska to Siberia. And they're still migrating, by the way. Uh And uh, we do have some. If you look at the the picture, if you go up online and look at it, you'll see that North America actually has some ozone protection this week. That's very unusual, by the way, guys. And then they also, uh, you, you might take a look at the Antarctic ozone hole and just take a gasp at that because uh, these, these are serious issues that we need that need to be addressed by serious people. Yeah, yeah. The northern jet stream is much smaller than the southern, and there's a huge high uh, off the uh, southeast coast of America, and it's uh, just really <laughs> it's really high. Now that I high, mean, by the way, is a blocking high which has on and off been there for five years since Fukushima Daiichi. And we have to understand that this, these blocking highs are probably not just natural events. They're probably being fostered by the next generation from HARP and uh, low-Earth orbit satellites, which I've talked about before is our climate modification model, which is why they should not have allowed Matthew to track up. And there's a, there's a sister uh, hurricane that actually zipped over to hit Bermuda. Apparently uh, it spun up and changed its direction headed north toward Bermuda. Um, you know, there's no need for these kind of superstorms to hit American coastlines. But they're not going to tell you that. And when they have a blocking high that's causing a long-term drought in the West here, they're not going to tell you that they're actually causing it, are they? No. Because they're trying to block the radiation coming from Fukushima because they don't want to fix that. They don't want to fix Fukushima, even though we've laid out exactly technical plans how to fix and stop the radiation from Fukushima. We are the American Freedom Party. This is the most urgent time in the history of Western civilization. In the year 1900, white people of European descent comprised 35% of the world population. Today it is less than 9% and falling fast. Europe is being overrun with Middle Eastern immigrants, and America's founding stock is rapidly being replaced with third world peoples from around the globe. For the last 50 years, every influential institution in this nation, our schools and universities, our media, our churches and our employers, have promoted policies and principles that teach whites to be ashamed of their great heritage and birthright. We, who in the 1950s, the 1960s, and 1970s were the world's dominant force, are now so afraid of being called racist that we were quailing towards irrelevance and extinction. Join the American Freedom Party today. Reach us at theamericanfreedomparty.us or call us at 701-317-5317. Paid for by the American Freedom Party. 
You, your husband, your wife, your children, we all need food. And with dozens of food storage companies buying up airtime all over radio, it's hard for you to know which company you can actually trust. Hey folks, John Statmiller here. We at RBN understand, which is why I personally searched out a storable food company and one with similar core values to us here at RBN and of course you, the listener. Well, I found such a company. I'd like to introduce you to Numana Food Storage. Numana Food Storage, highly nutritious, GMO-free, contains no aspartame, no high fructose corn syrup, has no chemical preservatives or soy, and Numana Food Storage has a 25-year shelf life. To back up my claims, we've made Numana Food Storage the exclusive food sponsor of RBN. Call 888-597-0775, 888-597-0775. Order online at numanarepublic.com. That's N-U-M-A-N. NNARepublic.com. Food storage you'll love to eat. Are you still looking for that one iodine that you can really trust? A medical doctor endorsed product that is backed by honest research and true integrative science. Then search no further. Go to NutraMedical.com for Dr. Bill Deagle's Nutriodine, proven time and time again to be the very best iodine available for you. Nutriodine is the only Tesla-activated monatomic plasma iodine in the world. It optimizes mitochondrial function and generation of new mitochondria from totally neutral the venom from a desert recluse spider bite in Southern California to eliminating malaria parasites reported by medical missionaries in Central India. Dr. Bill's Nutriodine is simply the most powerful healing formula there is. Nutriodine clears the body of all known pathogens, restores it to an alkaline state, and even promotes stem cell regeneration. Order Dr. Bill's Nutriodine today at 888-212-8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com. continue with some of these major stories. Uh, please continue. Yes, well, as a result of the uh, Hurricane Matthew flooding, and uh, then the, not only that, but the, the uh, you know, they have flash floods where the roads get covered, and then all the water drains down into the rivers, and that's called the flooding. Uh, uh, Duke Energy runs a coal-fired power plant, and they have a, a dam, but it's, it's an earthen dam. And then they also had a pit where they dumped the, the coal ash. Now, coal ash is usually dangerous um, when it's in, when it's, uh, when, it, when you can breathe it in. And uh, so uh, it can give you lung cancer and things like that. Right. And, uh, but uh, there were two ec- uh, ecological, two eco groups, Waterkeeper Alliance and Upper News Riverkeeper. And uh, that that documented the breach, because Duke Energy apparently wasn't going to tell us about it. We're documenting the breach of a 1.2 billion gallon cooling pond dam at the uh, HF Lee plant. Now, I want to state again, this was not a cement dam. This was an earthen dam. And one thing about earthen dams or any kind of earthen... uh, earthen, uh, 
uh, any kind of thing that that, is, that uses earth to hold back water has to be maintained. You can't you can't just build up the dirt and then walk away from it. And um, because what happens is that the water leaks through the the earth, and if it leaks enough, what'll happen is it'll make a hole through the earth through the uh, dam. Changes it changes structural integrity and weakens it. Yes, and then also you get what are called uh, sand boils. That's where the water goes underneath the the uh, dirt that's piled up as as the dam, and it calls uh, they call that sand boils, where the water is leaking out underneath it. So anyway, they pretty much need <clears throat> they pretty much need uh, constant attention. And I know when I lived in South, in uh, Northern California, uh, there was a water man. He was hired by the county, and that's what he did. He just went around and and uh, checked all the, because we were by a river that flooded, and so he checked all the earthen dams. Uh, uh, anyway, and he stopped by, and uh, he had a gun, a rifle or a shotgun, and I said, why are you carrying a gun? He says, that's to shoot the groundhogs. So there's animals that bury, bur, burrow through these uh, earthen dams, too. Oh, anyway, really? I would assume that they would be a major effect to actually weaken the dam then. Oh, yeah. Yeah. His full-time job was to was to uh, look for uh, groundhogs and kill them. And, my, my, my. Something's so primitive, you wouldn't say it would be so dangerous. Okay. What are the consequences? Because here around Los Angeles, there's lots of these earthen dams and other storage sites. Uh, we have droughts that if it continues in the next few years, we're going to have 100 million climate refugees. Where is this all this going in? Well, uh, it's just that you can't walk away from them, and Duke Energy had done that, and they had just put out a, a comment to the fact that their dams were secure and nobody had to worry about flooding, and then right then was when the breach occurred. And so so they, these, were, uh, they were damned by their dams because they weren't maintaining them, in other words. Yeah, these environmental activists got on their case. Good thing they did. We'll be back and do a report in about an hour and a half uh, with Ann Morrison, Twilight.info, back in a moment with the host of the third hour of the firing line. Michelle's here with her announcements and notices and your questions. You call 888-212-8871 to order, or you can leave your question with Michelle or email us at NutriMedical.com. We'll be back in a moment. Imagine a pill that can improve your focus, your memory, your sleep. A catalyst to improve your brain chemistry. Dr. Bill's Cognition Plus is truly the smarter in an hour pill. A combination of amino acids, trace minerals, and B vitamins, Cognition Plus is made with specialized herbal extracts that will enhance and support brain function. Our customers say, I feel more focused. My memory's getting better. I can work longer with more useful hours. Power up your neurotransmitters that have been depleted, like dopamine and norepinephrine. Simulate the release of others, like serotonin and oxytocin. Improve circulation and energy production. Protect your mind and your loved ones today. Order Dr. Bill Deagle's Cognition Plus at 888-212-8871 or go online to NutriMedical.com. That's 888-212-8871 or NutriMedical.com. This is Dr. Bill Deagle of the NutriMedical Report, 12 to 3, Monday to Friday. Call-ins are welcome to the show. You can order at 888-212-8871 or com. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth. Truth, 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 truth. truth. 